Good evening, listeners. It's me again, your business ghost, joined with the two pups under my desk, so you might occasionally hear them scurrying about, chewing on their toys. I'm going to go with the fact that it adds ambience. <laughs> so, do you have your drink of choice? Are you comfortable? Are you ready to tackle this week's issue and tonight's lingering questions that I've got? Well, today I want to talk about networking. So networking has always conjured up these images of an 80s salesperson for me. You know, the quintessential figure with the bulky Motorola, doped in a power suit, harboring secrets behind a knowing smile. <laughs> these characters, now almost caricatures in my mind, held the same cunning and mystery as villains in spy movies. So when I reached the juncture where networking became a necessity, I felt torn between the corporate persona I thought I had to adopt and the creative, paint-stained adventure I truly was. And the two seemed mutually exclusive. If only I'd known then what I understand now. Networking at its core is about engaging in conversations and forging connections. So it sounds straightforward, perhaps even rudimentary in today's world. It's about business connections, right? People you can sell to? Well, I'm I'm going to invite you to challenge this conventional perception. So let's look at what the word connection actually means. So it's a relationship in which a person or thing is linked or associated with something else. People with whom one has social or professional contact or to whom one is related, especially those with influence and able to offer one help. Now I want you to focus on the word influence in this definition. We all have the capacity to influence, introducing people to each other, sharing knowledge, and being part of someone's journey, shaping their worldview. But to excel in networking, we need to forge connections grounded in mutual respect and trust. So in essence, networking is about showcasing trustworthiness and demonstrating that you are a valuable contact, both to offer and receive help. Your influence matters, socially and professionally. So successful networking is essentially about establishing trustworthy connections and relationships. How better to exude trust than by being your authentic self? Now, if you've listened to the past two episodes, you've already heard me bang on about authenticity. And yes, we are going to go through it again today. We'll delve deeper into this later, exploring how you can present yourself authentically and comfortably. And as we embark on this journey of networking, consider this. Successful networking hinges on trust and a readiness to influence and be influenced. I think you might need to... Listen to that again, hey? (laughs) So let's dive into this. And with each of these sections, we will do episodes in the future, um, demonstrating things in a bit more detail. But today, I just want to give you an overview, some food for thought, um, and hopefully a little bit of inspiration, hope, and trust in yourself for the next networking event that you go to. So how to start talking to a stranger. Talking to someone new is a common hurdle in networking, whether it's uncertainty about self-presentation, crafting your story, or just anxiety about the unknown. 
It's daunting to initiate conversation with a stranger. So where do you begin? Essentially, especially when doubt and fear loom. While I don't possess a magical solution, I can guide you to approach this with as much confidence as possible, preparing you to make that first, hi, less intimidating. So we'll focus on setting the stage, understanding who to approach, how to start conversations, and breaking the ice effectively. But first, let's find the right events for you. Finding networking events that work for you. Not all events require your presence. The key is to find those that align with your business and personal goals. Yes, be adventurous, but you can also be strategic. Ask event organizers questions like, what type of businesses usually attend? Is it structured or casual networking? Are digital cards acceptable? Because I always forget mine. I have stopped printing business cards because they inevitably live at the bottom of my bag or in my desk. So I have resulted in just having a digital card and hoping that that is enough. But check with organizers when you go to events. Can someone assist with introductions? And what are the rules of the event? So online research, social media, and platforms like Eventbrite can be valuable resources. Don't overlook the power of online networking and membership groups either. Now, let's get on to the juicy stuff, exploring networking personalities. Now, in the coming months, I will detail an episode per networking uh, personality. And I'm really excited to share this one with you guys because I've only spoken about it at two events in the past, this year in 2024. So this is still new to me. It's still fresh out my brain. It's things that I've learned over the years. And I'm hoping, hoping that if it helps even just one person along this journey, then it will all be worth it. So let's explore networking personalities, shall we? So I've observed various networking personalities throughout my career. And while this list isn't exhaustive, it represents common styles that I've encountered. Recognizing your predominant networking personality can sharpen your focus and boost confidence in social professional settings. Remember, it's normal to embody different traits in different contexts or even evolve over time. So networking personality number one. The connector. This person is the networking hub. Adept at making introductions and seeing potential collaborations, they thrive on connecting people and often have a wide, diverse network. The nurturer. The nurturer values quality over quantity in connections. They excel in creating deep, meaningful relationships and are often seen as trustworthy confidants. The observer. Observers take a strategic approach, analyzing dynamics before participating. They are thoughtful and deliberate, often contributing insightful perspective once they engage. The educator. Knowledge sharing is the educator's forte. They enjoy informing and empowering others, often becoming a go-to resource in their networks. The social butterfly. Charismatic and lively, 
social butterflies excel in group settings and effortlessly mingle in various circles. They bring energy and excitement to networking events. The problem solver. They are always ready with solutions. They are adept at listening and identifying ways to assist, and they build connections through helpfulness and expertise. The storyteller. <laughs> you can guess which one I want to be. Engages others by sharing compelling stories or experiences, making connections through narrative and emotion. And last but not least, the listener. They prefer to listen rather than lead conversations, and they're often remembered for their attentiveness and understanding. Now, if any of this has caught your attention, then I will be launching a workbook onto my website. So here's my shameless plug. If you go onto emeraldagency.co.uk, you will be able to download a workbook where you can actually start planning your networking events and looking at what type of personality you are and putting an action plan into how to work through any issues, difficulties, or even excel at the things you do do well when it comes to networking. But the next thing that I really want to talk to you guys is about vulnerability in networking. We can't always be on the top of our game. We can't always be bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to take on the world. So we're going to talk a little bit about faking it till you believe it. So believing is the first step to confidence. When you're at an event feeling uncertain, channel the version of you that's at ease with meeting new people. Believe in that confidence. So let's look at networking when confident versus when you're feeling vulnerable. And your networking approach will vary depending on your emotional state. Confidence versus vulnerability. Let's explore how to maximize each state. And remember, depending on the state that you're in, you might find yourself gearing towards different networking personalities. So networking when you're confident. This is about maximizing your strengths, harnessing your strengths in conversations, engaging where your passion and knowledge shine, expanding your influence by seeking leadership roles in networking groups or events, and consider being a speaker or a panelist to establish your authority. On the flip side, when you're feeling vulnerable, it's about embracing that vulnerability. Understand that vulnerability can foster authenticity and deeper connections. Share your experiences and channels for more meaningful exchanges and talk about your challenges. And a strategy for building confidence is preparing talking points to alleviate anxiety and focusing on listening and asking questions. And a side note to this actually about asking questions, there is a book called Spin Selling and it's fantastic about teaching you about how to hold a conversation or go down the rabbit hole with the conversation. Um, so if anyone struggles with the conversation aspect of networking, then please do get this book, have a read and uh, see if it helps you. It definitely helped me. So we're back to authenticity, finding your voice and your brand. Discovering and honing your personal brand is essential for impactful networking. It's about more than just a professional image. It's about authenticity, your unique strengths and values. So we're going to dive into this a bit more. Identifying your unique strengths and values. Self-reflection. 
Begin with introspection. What are your core values? What do you stand for? What are the strengths that set you apart? Feedback analysis. Sometimes others see our strengths more clearly than we do. So gather feedback from colleagues, friends and mentors. Look for patterns in what others appreciate and value in you. Aligning values with professional goals. Ensure your professional goals resonate with your personal values. This alignment brings authenticity and passion to your work. Crafting your personal and professional narrative. Your story. Everyone has a unique story. Reflect on your journey, your challenges, successes, and learning points. How have these shaped you? Connecting the dots. Create a narrative that connects your past experiences with your current ambitions. This story should reflect both professional expertise and your personal growth. Consistency across platforms. Ensure that your narrative is consistent <laughs> across different platforms. So LinkedIn, your personal blog, or even a casual conversation. Now this is where you can have this information to craft an elevator pitch and we can go into that another day. But I just wanted to give you guys an introduction to this, an introduction to how to go into networking. There is a guide on the website, so please do have a look at that. Uh, there is a workbook and a chance for you to be able to build your own networking strategy if it's something that you're struggling with. And if you want some one-to-one -one time, then just get in touch by visiting www.emeraldagency.co.uk or you can email me at hello at emeraldagency.co.uk. But I think I've given you guys quite a lot to think about tonight. So enjoy the rest of your evening, sleep well, and I will see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.